everyone. This is Pastor Andrew here with Rock of Cape. Uh, we're coming to you for our 21 days of prayer, and uh, I'm going to be talking to you today on day 11 about the prayer of Jabez. Now, the prayer of Jabez is broken up into several parts, as we see in First Chronicles, but uh, we're going to break that down a little bit over the next two days, uh, today and tomorrow. And we're going to give you a little bit of information about the best way to use the prayer of Jabez in your own personal prayer life uh, for this day and for tomorrow and uh, for the whole system that we're doing here. So we're going to go ahead and start with that. So we're going to go to First Chronicles chapter 4, and we're going to look at these verses, uh, starting with verse 9. Uh, and it says, Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Now, this is a short prayer. Uh, it's not very long, um, but it has a lot of purpose. And as we break it down, uh, we're going to try to do a good job of understanding the four parts that are in this prayer and how we can expand on those things and spend time with the Lord and ask him for the right thing. So uh, the first part that we're going to talk about is blessing. Okay, so obviously in the first part of uh, this verse, uh, in verse uh, 9 and 10, it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Oh, that you would bless me indeed. Now, when we talk about that, we always ask God to bless us. We're always doing that. God bless me for this or bless me for that. We're always asking God to give us something. Um, but when we pray, we can't treat God like he's Santa Claus, where we just ask him for things and we miss out on the heart-to-heart -heart connection that we're supposed to make with our Father in heaven. When we ask God to bless us, it needs to be within the context of asking him what we should be blessed for. Um, our desires have to line up with God's in order to get the blessing that he wants for us. Now, we also know that the Bible says we have not because we ask not. It says that in James. We have not because we ask not. Now, that seems very simple. Because to us, we would say, well, if I have not, because I ask not, then I'll just ask God for something and it'll happen. And a lot of times when we go to God and we ask him for things and we don't get them in the timing or the way that we want, we kind of shut down. We turn away. We spend less time in prayer. And so many times within the midst of that, when we do pray, we only ask for things, but we don't take the time to listen to what God would have to say back to us. So in the midst of understanding the blessing, the first part of Jabez's prayer, we need to understand that God wants to see our heart line up with his in order to get the blessings that he wants for us, right? So when I ask God for something and I pray and I say, Lord, bless me, what I'm really saying is not just bless me for my sake, but bless me so that I can bless others, right? So when the prayer of Jabez comes up and when we pray, we need to ask God, Lord, Please bless me, not only to bless me or my family or what's what's about me, but Lord, help bless me so that I can be a blessing to others the way that you've called me to be a blessing. And when we line ourselves up with God and we ask for the right things, then he does give us the desires of our heart because those things line up with him. See, it's kind of a catch-22. A lot of times we want God to bless us the way we want to be blessed. And the Bible does say that God gives us the desires of our heart, but they have to line up with what God's desires are for us first. So maybe when we're asking for those blessings, we're not really asking for the right things. We're asking for something we want, not something we need. And so when we pray and we spend time with the Lord and we ask for blessings and we ask for things and we ask for increases, we need to be asking for the right increases, the right blessings, and the right impacts. Because ultimately the blessing isn't just for us. It's to be used as a vessel to bless others. So as you work through the first part of this prayer and you do blessing, 
and he break it down. And you can look at that Pray First app as well if you want to see the breakdown of this prayer. I want to encourage you to pray, and maybe you might pray like this. Father God, I pray that you would bless me with more than I need so that I can bless others. I pray for more provision, that you would equip me to give generously to others and meet their practical needs in your name. I ask you to give me greater spiritual gifting so that I can strengthen the church and be more effective for the kingdom of God. I pray for an abundance of wisdom and discernment so that I can point others to you and make decisions that honor you. I ask you to help me grow an understanding of your truth and your heart for people so that I can do my part to bring your kingdom to earth. Help me keep your generous blessing in perspective so that I never become self-serving but stay focused on what you've given me to serve other people. See, I'm going to go back and read that little prayer again at the end. It says, help me keep your generous blessing in perspective. When we ask God to bless us, we need to keep it in perspective of what we're asking for, as I said before. Ask God for his blessings, but recognize your need for his provision and set your heart toward wanting more than you need so that you can be a blessing to others. So in closing on this first part on blessing, and then we'll move on to influence, remember, when you pray for a blessing from God, you're not just asking for the blessing for your sake or for your family. You're asking for it so that you can be the blessing that you need to be for others because God put you on this earth to do something mighty, and that's to do more than just serve ourselves. It's to serve other people. So remember that in your praying and in your blessing in the first part. Now we're going to move on to the second part of this um, on day 11 here, and that's influence. It says, next, Jabez asked for more influence, right? So as we read in verse 10, it says, oh, that you would bless me indeed, which we just did, and enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. Now, what does that mean? Sometimes when we hear that, I think we mean territory, we mean land, or we mean items or things or what we have. Sometimes that goes back to the first part on blessings, right? We have not because we ask not. But what Jabez is asking for here when he says territory isn't really things or land or possessions. What he's asking for is influence. It says, as God's blessings increase in our lives, we ask for and experience greater opportunity to influence the world around us for him. God has the power to bless us greatly, and he also has the power to open the doors of opportunity for us to make a difference. We want to walk through the doors that only he can open and respond when we specifically ask him to give us more influence for others. So when we pray that second part in the prayer of Jabez, that you would enlarge my territory, when you're praying for this, remember that when you're asking for that territory increase, you're not asking for things, you're not asking for items, and you're not asking for possessions. You're asking for influence, and not only influence, but godly influence. God has called you to be an impactful person on this earth for other people. He's called you to lead, not follow. And in order to do that, we need to be asking the Lord for the right things, and our hearts need to be in the right place when we do it. So when I pray and I ask God for more influence or more territory, it shouldn't be for my own gain. It's that influence for someone else, for the kingdom of God, that God would use me in a mighty way to do the things that he's called me to do. And remember that it's not about my blessings. It's not about what I want. It's about what he wants for me because that's really where I maximize the blessing that God has given me. And that's where we maximize this prayer in the prayer of Jabez. So I want to encourage you here. When you think about influence and you hear territory and you read the prayer of Jabez, remember what territory represents. It represents you connecting with God so that you may find the best sphere of influence necessary to be an impactful person. Remember the Great Commission to go out into all the world and be a witness for God's kingdom. Remember, our calling is to be an influence on other people and on their lives. That means you're called to be a discipler and to be discipled. 
And in the kingdom of God, we're not really having the impact we need to have unless we are discipling others and being discipled. So when we ask for territory, when you ask for territory in this prayer, remember, it's about influence. It's about discipling others. God's called you to lead. And there are people that you are supposed to impact for the kingdom of God. And it's your job to find out what it is that God wants you to do and who it is that you are supposed to influence. So when you ask God for your territory to be increased, remember why you're asking for it. It's not for you. It's not for our glory. It's not for our power and our might. It's for his glory and his power and his kingdom. And it's an opportunity to expand what God has for you and what God wants to do in other people's lives. So when you pray for this and we move into the second part of, of influence when you're praying, maybe you pray like this. God, make me an effective, make me effective in my sphere of influence and open new doors for me to be able to impact and reach out even more people for your glory. Give me a heart to make a difference in the lives of people I have never reached out to before and boldness to walk in obedience to your calling. Help me be a good steward of the responsibility you've entrusted me to. I pray for greater territory to impact your glory. So when we ask for territory, we're not really asking for us. We're asking for territory so that we can be an impact for God's kingdom because that's ultimately what we're supposed to do. And when you pray and you're praying for blessings as we go back to the first part on this day 11 or you pray for influence on the second part on day 11, remember that ultimately your heart has to be linked up with God. It has to be in the right place. And when we ask for things, we have to ask for the right things, for the right blessings, for the right influences, for the right impact. Otherwise, God doesn't answer us the way that we would hope. Remember, when your plans line up with God's, then he gives you the desires of your heart. It's a two-way street, and we must submit ourselves to God first so that we can link up and have the heart that he wants us to have to be the impact that he wants us to be. We'll see you tomorrow.